Everyone has an authentic and interesting story that we can all relate to. On Authentic Conversations with Stock and Hixie, our podcast gives these stories the space to be heard. Along the way, we will laugh, learn, and appreciate this interesting and crazy journey called life. Now, here is Stock and Hixie for the most authentic conversation you will hear today. Welcome to another episode of Authentic Conversations with Stock and Hixie. Stock, how are you today? I'm wired, Chief. I'm not going to lie to you. You're a little wound up today, aren't you? <laughs> I'm ready to roll, baby. All right. Well, that's that's good. We have a it's a, we've got a very uh, I would say unique guest for us right here. Uh, his name is Gimon Sylvester, and Stock and I have known Gimon for uh, since 2011 uh, because of his work at Farmington Country Club behind the bar, which is a very important job to have, and. Um, Stock, I will tell you that I know I know you don't partake, mm-hmm. but he makes the best Manhattan uh, that you can get. And I've tried to replicate it a few times at home and I can't I can't do it. But he's he's a he's a great bartender, not because he can make a good Manhattan. OK, mm-hmm. I mean, that just takes a little practice, but he's a good bartender because he's a he's got a great personality. He's always got a smile on his face. He's good with everyone, everybody. He knows everyone at the club. Oh, yeah. Everyone at the club knows Gimon. Um, and and so that's what makes him a, a great bartender. Absolutely. And, and not just a good bartender. And he's he's decided to, he's going to spend a little time with us today because we don't know a ton about Gimon's life. We know some of it on the periphery. And so we're going to get into that a little bit. But one of the very interesting things that we'll talk about is that he's he's only working part time now as a bartender and he's kind of veered off and, and doing some uh, entrepreneurial uh, things. So um Gimon, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Um, thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, it's great. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. We're going to get into some aspect of my life and me, and you know, I'm happy to share with you. Great, fantastic. Well, I am really excited about you being here. Um, one, I'm interested to find out about you. Two, you've got a bit of an accent that I've want, always wanted to know about. So when we start off today, uh, you grew up in Grenada. That's right. Okay. Can you tell me a little, tell us a little bit about that growing up in Grenada and, you know, family and that kind of stuff? Sure, sure. Right. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I grew up in Grenada. I was born and raised in Grenada. Um, Grenada is a, a unique uh, country. It's mm-hmm. a small island. Southern Caribbean, um, very charming, great people, um, beautiful place, beaches. I mean, it's just great. Um, when you think about island life and relaxed life, you think you, the first thing that would come to your mind would be Grenada. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clo- close to Venezuela. Yes, right? it's uh, it's one of the southern islands, um, more far down, right off the coast of uh, Venezuela. Yeah. It's um, way down there. Way down, way down. And, um, and it was a French province at one time that's and right. then became a British province. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Um, um, in the early, um, I think it's 1700s, uh-huh. been, it was French and, uh, and then it was over, taken over by the British. Um, it's now an independent, um, state. Right. Um, with it still, we'd still have a British, um, did you say monarchy, like a governor general yeah, yeah, or something? Right. There. You're still part of the Commonwealth. Yes, yeah, we are yeah. part of the Commonwealth still. Um, 
but it's a great place. Um, I grew up there. Life there was a whole lot. Uh, was interesting. Interesting. It was completely different from today's life mm -hmm. or, or life. You know, um, the culture in Grenada was more of a was more of a, a, a really close knit family in terms of not just family within your home, but mm -hmm. but family within the community, mm -hmm. the village, you know, people um, would rely on each other, you know, as kids growing up, I grew up in my neighbor's house, all of my neighbor's house, we, you know, their kids grew up in my grandparents' house, you know, right. so that sure. was pretty neat. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a great experience and I would not give it up for anything, you know, I, I think that made me who I am today, you mm -hmm. know, that sort of and was the environment, aside from the close-knit community and the feeling of everybody maybe watching out for everybody else, was the feeling growing up, did you feel like it was a laid-back or, uh, you know, I don't want to um, typecast the islands. You know, people are saying, go to the islands, relax. Yep, yep. But was the sense um, – more of a laid back feel for you or not yeah absolutely that's that's how it is in the mm -hmm. island it's it's all laid back um if you go there now and you 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 go to the villages and not only in the tourist place so you go in the villages you see people like that you see people just laid back you see um people on the side of the streets mm -hmm. might be sitting and like cooking um by the side on the side of the street yeah cooking yeah. and guys talking and you would go to work in the morning and you come back and you see the same guys there just <laughs> you know yeah. and you go on the beach or something you'll see these people on the beach it's there all day um just laid back um there's never a rush there's never oh i have to be here at this time or you know it's yeah. never such no such thing like that down there so i don't want to get too i don't want to jump in the interview too far ahead but while you're talking about this i want to ask the question you grow up in an environment that you feel like very close knit. You feel like you got people that support you and it's a pretty laid back environment. What would possess you to want to leave that environment or go somewhere else? Uh, well, <clears throat> that's a great question. Um, and uh, the thing is, uh, Grenada, as beautiful as it is, um, the opportunity is not there. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a small island we don't have manufacturing or anything. We we rely heavily on tourism mm -hmm. and um, and agriculture. The tourism aspect of it is sort of um, is sort of seasonal, mm -hmm. seasonal, and um, the ag agriculture we don't produce a whole lot. Spices. They're known for spices. Yes, we produce a lot of spices, um, but that's that's pretty much it. Um, so back. In, in the days, I would so to speak, um, it was difficult. The opportunity weren't there. Mm -hmm. um, although there would be, you would get jobs and stuff like that, but they're not they're not paying good paying jobs. Yeah. So in order to um, try to elevate yourself and and to be successful, mm -hmm. so to speak, um, you would you try. A lot of people try to go abroad mm -hmm. and try to um look for that next opportunity to get some sort of um 
you know, to get where they want to get to. And when you say go abroad, are they looking to mainly go to England abroad because of its relationship with Great Britain? Or are you saying uh, the States or are you saying anywhere abroad? Well, um, anywhere abroad, but mainly uh, the States, mm-hmm. um, Europe, I mean, mm-hmm. well, England, States, England and Canada. Those are well, the three um, major place you would find people um, um, migrate to. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's, 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 and it's been something that's been going, happening for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember growing up and you would see someone um, return home and you can tell that they have some sort of success from mm-hmm. what they've done. Like they came back home and they would have really a nice house or mm-hmm. they would have... Um, money or they will have uh, whatever it is but you can tell um the standard of living has is, is, is gone up yeah has gone up yeah so um and i think that that's sort of like was something everyone would look up to because everyone wanted wanted mm-hmm. um a better lifestyle but, so. but at what age did you kind of say to yourself <clears throat> excuse me were you like 18 or and you said hey i'm i'm gonna i love it here i love my family but i'm gonna try to do something different i'm gonna get out of here well for me um for me it started um while i was in high school and as i just said um i have i had a i have a cousin that he started working on cruise ships Mm -hmm. um back when i was in high school and you have cruise ships at dock in grenada Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And he started doing that. And um, you would notice that, you know, he would go and he would work. I'm sure he worked very hard. And he would come back home and he would come back. He would work hard, save his money, come back home and try to buy, purchase land or build a house or, you know. And I thought, boy, that pretty good. I mean, you know, that might be, that might be <laughs> see the world. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah, top yeah. of that, you get to see the world. Uh, you, yeah. you travel. And I thought, um, that's, that don't sound too bad to me, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to try that. So mm-hmm. right out of high school, um, I first started, I got a job on this, on an airport, on the airport, the only airport we had there functioning at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, with an airline company, uh, I started doing like some grung handling for airline. Um, was it a local airline? Oh, uh, was was a weren't a local airline. It was a regional airline. One okay, air, airlines in the Caribbean. Got it. But it weren't um, unique to Grenada. Yeah, was, yeah. So, so um, I started there, and um, after that, I think I probably worked there for like five years, and uh, after that, the opportunity had came, presented itself for me to be uh, get a job on a cruise ship. And I thought, wow. Uh, there it goes. That's my opportunity, you know. So I um, jumped on that, uh, got on this cruise ship, was started working with this cruise ship, cruise company, and it was amazing. I mean, I, I did it for twelve years. And were you a bartender, or were you had different jobs? No, I started off um, in the bottom. I was like started um, working in the bar, but I was uh, like a bar back. Yeah, bar yeah. back. Bar, yeah. bar sure. back. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, replenishing bars and you know that all that time i've been learning because Mm -hmm. my next goal is try to get behind the bar so um i steadily just kept doing that and after a year or so then i was promoted to a bar server 
and still it was going. Then I got to a bartender mm-hmm. and I started doing bartending. It was pretty cool. Um, greatest experience I've ever had in my life. And were you, when you did this, did you effectively live on the ship full time? Yes. Yes. So, um, well, I, I would sign this contract for 10 months. Mm-hmm. I leave Grenada and I would go, um, travel to whichever port the ship is. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's all over. Sometimes it may be Alaska, it may be Europe, it may be, um, South America. So I would fly maybe a day or two before to wherever, get on the ship and I would live on that ship for 10 months. Wow. And 10 months straight, straight, 10 months straight would work every single day for 10 months. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I thought it would have been, you know, uh, two weeks on two weeks off or that kind of thing. Yeah. You know what? Most, most guests that come on the ship, they think the same thing yeah. because they come on, they come yeah, on yeah, and they, they go off. That. So they think, Oh yeah, you go off as well. No, it's not. Do you get a break there. at all while you're living on the ship? I mean, would you get yeah, like- a break to eat? and is this where you learned how to deal with unruly patrons kind of like hicksy (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Absolutely, let me tell you something right now you have two of his manhattans you're gonna be unruly (laughs) he knows not to give me the third one he knows not to give me the third one yeah, I, I came across a lot, a lot of that. And um, it was great because you, you learn from every, mm-hmm. all experience, every experience you have. Um, you learn to deal with those things. So. All right. I know this is a corny question, okay? But I'm just going to ask it. Hixie's making a face at me right now before I even ask a question. What was the most popular drink? On a cruise ship? Yeah. Margarita. Margarita was, was up there. Um, I would say daiquiri i bet pina colada pina yeah, colada yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of those one of those fruity ones yeah one of those one of those and it also depends on where you are you know you could yeah, be if you're, not in, if you're could, in alaska you're not exactly gonna be yeah <laughs> we, we, usually if we're in alaska alaska tends to um get a lot of um elderly uh yeah. guests mm-hmm. and um you know you get a lot of these you know, old fashioned, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, Rob Roy's and right. you know, Brandy Alexander. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, so so, yeah. So I love it, but that takes a lot. I mean, seriously, to work on a on a cruise ship like that and deal with all the to to Stocks Point, all the different varying of people, and you're going to run into some yeah. people who are just not. Oh. nice, yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, you 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 see. All, 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 all kinds, all kinds, all yeah. kinds. And, um, it's a good thing. It's a great thing, mm-hmm. you know, cause yeah. it prepares you to yeah. deal with whatever situation may, may arise. Um, yeah. I did not see that as a bad thing at all. Yeah. I actually, well, you've got a, you've got a great personality <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a good, um, head about it because that would, I, I couldn't, I couldn't take that. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's, there's no way. I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a hell of an education, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the, in the, in the art of dealing with, uh, the different human personalities, especially being in the, um, uh, service business yeah, that's uh, right. there when doing that. It's, it, it, it's, it, it's interesting. It is. It is. Um, as I said, it, it prepares you for all of that. And then again, I, I always go in with the mindset that, Hey, um, if a guy get a little bit, yeah. um, a little bit, little drunk, yeah, with me, yeah. I always get a feeling like, Hey, 
I'm the one who caught that guy like that. You know what I'm saying? So I got to be, I have to have a little patient with yeah, him, yeah. you know, try to get him back, you know, give him some yeah. water and stuff and yeah. try to get him back to novel. So yeah. I love it. So I don't really get, get, I don't get upset with that at all. Like, I, I love it. I love it. It's cool. Yeah. Well, you're good at it. You're really good. No, at thank it. you. Good. Thank you. Appreciate and, it. And so staying on the, uh, on the cruise ship yes. uh, path here. So maybe I'm jumping around, but so, then you meet a, a young lady on one of the cruises, and where was that? Which young lady? Oh, my wife. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I hope you don't hear this. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to mark that. We'll edit that out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so, uh, absolutely. Um, I was on a cruise ship um, at the time. I was sailing from out of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And um, we would do like 10 days down to this Caribbean, Southern Caribbean, 10 days from Baltimore. And that's when I met my wife. I met my wife on on one of those crews. And um, it first started, I mean, I was a bartender in like a show lounge. um, Mm -hmm. And it was, I can't, I can never forget. It was about 3, 3 p.m. We mm-hmm. had we had bingo at a bingo session. Ah, yeah, thirty two skidoo, fifty five right? boxcars, <laughs> Texas tea across the top, down the oh, middle. Boy. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, so we had a, a bingo session, and then um, uh, she she came in with her family. There was a group of maybe five, six of them came mm-hmm. into bingo, and um, I went and I served them some drinks and, and stuff, and just kind of talk. I was just casually being me, you yeah. know. I was just, um, and she can tell you today. There were no sort of intention. She just thought I was nice, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like most people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So, and it happened. We used to have bingo like every sea days and sea days meaning the days when we would spend at sea and yeah. not talk. Sea days. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So every sea day we'd have bingo and we would have one session in the morning, one in the evening. So, uh, and they would come all the time. I didn't know if they were coming for the bingo or just for me, but I just <laughs> thought it was like, yeah. So, yeah, so um, eventually I started um, after serving them a couple of times. They were, they were fun. They were, I just started talking to them and all for the nine or 10 days they were on board. Um, they just sort of hang out in the laundry at work. Then we talked and um, long story short, um, after the cruise, uh, I remember the last night they came by and they used to walk in groups. You know, my wife would never by herself or anything. Mm-hmm. They all would come together. And at the end of the cruise, they came by and say goodbye and stuff and take pictures of me. And we just sort of exchanged numbers. I was like, okay, I'm keeping in touch with you guys. And yeah. they told me they were from Charlottesville. I had, and I've never heard of Charlottesville in my life. Then, you know, I didn't even know, I, I didn't even know if that was in uh, where it was, yeah, you know, sure. So um, they told me they're from Charlottesville, and I kept in contact with them. We just sort of exchanged numbers, and every time we would get back to Baltimore, I would sort of just call and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, yeah, yeah I'm right. I'm in port today. I'll just say hi or whatever." And that went on, and we built a relationship. We started talking, mm-hmm. and my wife started coming up to Baltimore when the ship docked Baltimore, and we would come in at seven in the morning. And we would leave at four. Wow. And she would drive up to Baltimore 
uh, meet me, we would have lunch in mm -hmm. Baltimore and you're go smooth, in man. Harbor. I didn't realize you were that smooth. Well, too, man. you know, you played I, it cool. I learned a thing or two. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah, so we um we sort of get up to Baltimore every nine or ten days. She would come, and she started doing it like every ten ten days. She would come up, and of course, I stayed on for until the end of my contract. Mm -hmm. and once my contract ended. I went home. To, I usually get two months off. At home. So I do, yes. And you go back to Grenada. Yeah. So okay. I do 10 and two. 10 okay. months on, two months off. So in my two months off, I went back to Grenada. And I probably spent like two weeks. And then I came to Charlottesville for the first time and just you know, see what it was like. I, I, and, and let me ask you a question because I want to get yes. to you coming to Charlottesville. But when you would take your two months off and go back to Grenada. Yes. And for that time, how long had you been working before you met your future wife? Um. Might have been 10 years, okay. 10 years. Yeah. Were you uh, trying to buy a house, buy land, do anything in Grenada during that period while you were working? Uh, yes, I had already did. You had, you had what? I had purchased land in Grenada. You had purchased uh, from, land there. Yeah, from working on a ship. I, uh, okay. I purchased a, a couple of pieces of land in there. Uh, and um, the idea was to build a house? To build a house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, I, I did that. Um. So I was saying, um, we, we sort of, I sort of, um, would come here. I came here for the first time and, um, you know, spend about six, eight weeks, six weeks with my, uh, with my wife now and just to feel it out, see if I like it and stuff like that. And then I went back on, on the ship again. I think I did that for two years and I was like, you know, I realized things got serious between us. I was like, you know what? I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, we can't have this long distance relationship. So, um, I did another two years on ship and then I decided to move here to Charlottesville. So that's what brought me here. Yeah. Wow. But it was, it was, it was fun. You know, what, the first thing I realized when I come here, when I moved here, mm -hmm. I, I, I swear to God, um, my wife picked me up in DC airport and we drove down. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can never forget, I can never forget that I flew in and we were in this car and it was like an hour. I was like, how are we in a car for an hour? Because where I'm from, yeah. it took oh. it, it me like, like 20, 30 minutes yeah, to get yeah. around the island. You know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 right, I'm like, right. where could you be going with me for a whole hour? You know, and it was funny because I got home from the airport. We got home here mm -hmm. and I, I was, I was. I was shocked. I, I told my wife, I was like, you know, you used to drive this every nine days to come. Oh, like, yeah, yes. yeah. I was yeah. like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be rude or anything, but I probably wouldn't have done that. Even for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Wow. And so, well, sorry, Tommy, were you going to say something? Uh, I was going to say, so when, when, so when did you move here in 2011? You said 2011. That's it. Yeah. 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 And then how soon after that did you get married? Uh, I got married in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you're correct on that, okay? Yes. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I can't you forget the date you got married. The date? Yes. Uh, April. Um, <laughs> it's not rolling off. April April 17th. 17th yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll yeah, go yeah. with that. We'll yeah, go sounds with that. good. Sounds April good. 17th. We're going <laughs> to mark that too for possible editing. <laughs> It was, like, it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that. <laughs> I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh boy. Authentic Conversations with Stock and Hixie is brought to you by AntiguaThreads.com. So we're back. 
with Gimon and Stock. Uh, Gimon, so we, we heard about you meeting your uh, your wife. You've come you've come to Charlottesville now. We're moving through time, and and you decide at what point do you decide to become a uh, a U.S. citizen? And, and talk about that process a little bit. Um, well, the the process of moving here um, it started since I moved here um, because you really can't do anything legally here if you're not somehow um, process um through the immigration um process mm -hmm. so i started then in 2011 we started all the paperwork for um work permit and permanent resident um since then but you so, were married then when you started the paperwork or did that matter um yes that was okay yep okay and was that a I, I really don't know the process. Is that a long process? I mean, is that years? Yes, it's yeah, years. Yeah. It's years. Yeah, I mean, it's, which makes um, sense, but. Yes, there's different stages of it. Sure. Yeah, you have to first get the permanent resident card, <clears throat> your work permit, permanent resident, and then you have to wait, I think it's three to five years before you can actually become a U.S. citizen. Mm. Sure. And so you you actually have dual citizenship now. I do. I do have uh, myself, uh, my wife, and my daughter. We all have dual citizenship because I, I got them citizenship the Grenada in Grenada as well. And is the what's the process like to get citizenship in Grenada if you married if, if you're an American? Yeah. It's pretty easy. Okay. It's, it's yeah. It's pretty easy and it's very short. Yeah, it's very short. Do you still own some land there? <laughs> yes. Yes. And, um, and you still have family. All my um, relatives are there still. I visit every year. Um, I'm actually going to head in there in like five weeks from now. Nice. 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 Really nice. Yeah, it's my little vacation spot now. Yeah. yeah. yeah why not? It's a, good, it's a good one. And do you still want to build a house there? Oh, that's my plan. That's my, um, that's my plan. Um, I have a, a beautiful um, acre on the water. Mm -hmm. ocean down oh, wow. there so um my plan is to build a home there and um move back there um full-time one day um i don't think it will be full-time but i will do like the six six you know six months right. winters i'll do down there and right. summer up right. there yeah um, wow and, and your family just kind of moves into the next kind of topic here but your family was in the construction business or you you had some experience in construction as a teenager yes yes absolutely um so i grew up um one of the things about back then growing up in grenada um it was limited in terms of um jobs and construction was kind of like the uh, thing like everybody would sure. have to get into sure. um it, it's either like hotel construction or agriculture and um, most of my family was into construction. I, my uncle was a builder. My cousin is a builder. Um, my brother is a builder. And so, and we all grew up from starting, you know, from mixing concrete and stuff in the early days to everything else, you know. And when you're when you're building there, are you building for mostly the locals their homes? Are you building for people for vacation homes? combination what's the mainly mainly um just residential um local local residential okay, place so um 
but yeah, mainly local or maybe here and there you get a couple of commercial um, mm-hmm. businesses that build, yeah, yeah. build a building, but mainly okay. locals. Got it. And so that's kind of been the, the start of you starting your side business here. I mean, because you were full time at Farmington and now you've decided to start this construction business here. Yeah, so well, it stemmed from that. It stems from that, but um, um, I've always been into construction. Mm-hmm. Um, even working at Farmington or working in cruise ship, when I'm home, I'm trying to build something. You know, I'm oh, always, nice. I'm always trying to build something, or I'm always looking at ways to build stuff. So I always had a, an interest for it for a while. Yeah. Um, and I never really like stop. I just didn't used to do it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. But that's a pretty big leap to go from um, you're working at Farmington, you've got you're good at it, everyone loves you there, you've got benefits, and then to say, well, now I'm going to go part time and I'm going to start my own construction business in a town, a small town that has a lot of construction people, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, home repairs and and yeah. you know uh, not not. You know, right. Massive construction. I think right. Tommy. I think Tommy's missing you at the bar. <laughs> totally. <yeah>. Oh, <laughs> I can pre-make those Manhattan and share it to you. <laughs> Just nope. give him a jug. <laughs> the lovely Lee says, "Don't do that." Yeah. Um, no, with that, it's it's sort of. Um, I would I would say I, one of my the main reason, why I I, I sort of branch off into um, that field, is. Um, it's because of my family, and mm-hmm. saying that, I mean, I have a an eight year, seven year old daughter, mm-hmm. and um, I've noticed working in in food and beverage in bars, it's mm-hmm. all you know nights and yeah. Sundays uh-huh. and weekends. I don't have all of that, and my daughter's, I mean, she's grown so fast, and I'm like, man, she's seven already. I'm missing all her weekends. She's mm-hmm. going to school. Um, when she's home on weekend, I can't be there yeah. to be with her because. I'm making you drinks, right. you know, and, so, <laughs> and um, hey, don't blame it on me. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, so that 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 was that was that played a big role in it, yeah. and I wanted to do something where I can use my time a little bit more with my family, you know, and still figure out a way to um, generate income, you know. So, I think with that, I get uh, to spend more time with my family um, in the days when I need to be with them the most, you know, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, if you're in food and beverage, um, every time yeah, that just don't go with, if you yeah. have a, yeah. a child, yeah. because mm-hmm. you know, if the, the biggest, every holidays, mm, that's yes, when you, that's when you're busy, that's your busiest days. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but that's when your family is home and you want to be with them, but you can't because yeah. you're busy. So, you know, so did you have, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to, was there much fear? or trepidation about starting even though you said hey i want to spend more time with the family i see time away from my my daughter while i'm doing this at farmington i'm going to start something did you have much fear about starting something new no absolutely not and the reason being i I just i've always have the mind where i i just never believe i would fail in whatever i do even if i even if it's possible that i can fail Mm -hmm. i just always believe that i can get things done. And um, <clears throat> I keep that mindset all the time. I try to believe, I believe that um, whatever I put my mind to, I can accomplish it. So I did not. I don't want to try to draw a, a 
connection to it, but I want to ask you this. Yes. Do you think growing up in Grenada and the environment that you grew up in helped you develop that mindset? Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. When back, going back there, when I, when I was growing up, I've always had that will. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can give you tons of example of that, um, that will, where that came from, you know, <clears throat> for instance, I grew up, my family were very poor mm -hmm. when I grew up, we, we, we grew up in a poor, very, very poor family. Mm -hmm. Um, I was the very first member of my family to go to high school mm -hmm. and, um, and it, it starts from there, you know, that tells you something. And that if, was a step. <clears throat> that was a step. And it gave you a little, I got this boost, this first step. Exactly. Because I was determined I wanted to do it. And I've always been like that in my life. I've always been determined. And one of the things that you don't see if, if for you or the people who know me, mm -hmm. you don't see me around negative people. Mm -hmm. I just don't. And even if like back in the, in the Caribbean, there's, you know, majority of people around you, as I said, before that you would go and you see a lot of laid back people mm -hmm. and you would see them on the side of the road and stuff. That's around me all the time, but I don't, I don't, I don't be a part of that. I've never been a part of that. And do you so, think that is inherent just the way you are? Do you think your grandparents instilled something in you? Do you think the community instilled something in you? Where does it come from? My grandparents, my, uh, gran yeah. my grandparents. So I, I grew up with my grandparents. I didn't grow up with a mother or a father. Mm -hmm. And my, as I said, we were poor. My grandmother, she was poor mm -hmm. and she worked hard to make things meet, make ends meet, you know, and she did not have, she was a grandparent. She was mm -hmm. old. Um, she would depend on like farming, mm -hmm. like, you know, planting crops and, um, all week and on the weekend, she would go to the market, try to sell it and do all of that just to try to get us, try to get us to go to school. Yeah. You know, and she didn't have to do it because I weren't her child. Uh -huh. I was just a grandchild. Sure. But um, uh, I, I, my mom left me and migrated to Trinidad and Tobago when I was six years old. Okay. Not six, I'm sorry, six months old. Okay. So I was, I was a baby. I didn't, the first time I got, I knew my mom, I was 13 years old. Wow. So I grew up with my grandmother. grandmother. Yeah. And was your, was your grand, was your grandmother married or have a, did you have a grandfather too? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, she was married. Um, he, my grandfather, well, he was not my biological grandfather, yeah. but he was my, I mean, I for what he done, he's, he has, he's always in my yeah. heart as a, my grandfather. So, but I was really close to my grandmother because as a kid growing up, my mind was, I saw what she had to go through and I wanted to help her. I wanted to, I, I grew with that in my mind. I need to, I want to help her. I can't, all my friends from school, they down the street and they're playing and they go and they're getting in trouble. I just couldn't do it. I just because had something else. you saw what she was doing. Yes. For you. And is she, is she still alive? Unfortunately not. I am so sorry. Oh, that is fine. Thank you. I lost her like uh, two years, two, three years ago. Yeah. But she got to see you work on the cruise ship and, and, and be successful and buy land. And then she got to see you live in, in, in Charlottesville and get married and have a child. Yes, absolutely. How proud was she of very, you with your life? Very proud, very proud. And if you talked to her, if you had talked to, spoken to her, she, I mean, she would always tell you that. She'd always, always tell you that. And that made me feel 
that I've, I've done something. And, you know, even if in, in life, you don't have to, you don't have to accomplish wealth to term accomplish, accomplish, you know, you don't have to be valuable things like wealth to be accomplished. You know, it could be, you know, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great story. It is. It really I, is. I mean, she gave you a gift and you gave her a gift. And honestly, those gifts are more valuable than just about anything else. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. They are. And I would, I'm, I instill all of these things in me and I, I live every day with, with these things in me. And it, it made me just positive. I'm just a positive person. And it's not something that I'm pretending or trying to be. That's just who I am. You see me when you come to the bar and you see me to the bar, you never, I, that's just who I am. I'm not trying to be happy to, yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to do something to make you feel anything. I'm, that's just who I am. Yeah. That's no. what I know. And, and you can tell that, <clears throat> yeah. you, you know, you can tell that with people who are trying too hard and, um, but that, that, that really is an amazing story. And so you're, you tell us specifically about your, uh, home improvement company. Tell us the name of it and what you kind of focus on, what you're really good at. Okay, it's um it's called LTG Sylvester LLC, and um we focus on um home improvement stuff, residential home improvement. So you know, it does it does a lot of like bathroom renovations, mm -hmm. um, decks, you know, you know some remodeling, you know, sidings, roof, you name it. There's anything. Yeah. You know, little project, whatever project, big projects, you know, so. Yeah. Is business good? Has, are you getting some good business? So, so far it's been, it's been steady so far. Yeah. So far just started, but it's, it's been good so far. Yeah. Yeah. And can people find you on the internet or? Yeah. On Google. On Google. Okay. On Google. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just LTG Sylvester, Sylvester LLC. That's correct. Yeah. It's a Facebook page as well. Okay. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. we're, we're going to do everything we can to get you some business, my man. Yeah. And uh, we'll uh, stock always needs some home improvement. I mean, <laughs> and he can't do any. He can't fix anything. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Nor, nor can I, by the way. To it be, is kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> full disclosure, neither can I. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, man. Oh, well, first of all, let me say this. Hixie, you outdid yourself this time. Well, thank you. Getting a great guest here today. And thank Gamon, you. Appreciate it. I, I am so happy to get to know you better, but I'm really happy to hear your story. And it is an awesome story. And well, thank you. I wish nothing but for you to be incredibly successful here in the States and have a great house back home and have a great place here and continue the success you've got. But I got to tell you, you're already successful just with your attitude <laughs> oh, <yeah>. in life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you got it. Most people beat, you know, and we're available in January to come see you in uh, Grenada. Anytime you'd like, you know, you're right on the water there, right? Okay. So absolutely. We absolutely. Could, we could do a remote podcast in Grenada on with the people that you've got exactly. <laughs> that you think we need to talk to on the beach, on, oh, the, beach. on the beach, on the beach. Yep. Right up my alley. Do you have a couple of people you think might want to do an interview? Oh, there? absolutely. Absolutely. You got your tons of guests on there. Tons. Now Stoggy's all worked up now. Yeah, right? let's... <laughs> we're, we're, we're going. Yeah. We're coming. We're coming. Well, this has been great. Gimon, I 
stock always wraps it up very well and succinctly and uh i can't really add any more than that but i appreciate your time we know you're you're busy and uh, thank you it is a great story and uh we're, we're happy you're an american and you're here and it's a uh, the whole thing is just it's great and and your daughter is gonna thank you later on maybe yes. not when she's 15 but later, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> later on when yeah. she realizes what you've done the choices that you've made um and, and what you've taught her so well, thank you very much thank you for having me it's uh been great being here i love talking to you guys um you know yeah if you want to do it again at some point just let me know i'm, I'm happy to do it i love it it's been a pleasure great i love it ltg sylvester llc home improvement gimon sylvester thank you very much thank you authentic conversations with stock and hicksy is broadcast for the world from charlottesville virginia by tom hicks and rob stockhausen please like follow and share if you have enjoyed this conversation have an authentic day